We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Don't measure a man's success by how high he climbs, but how high he bounces when he hits the bottom. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself, where a program by, for, and with Creative Young People, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and the theme for our show is The Gift of Resilience. And I'm Zara Hossaman. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. We are excited to announce that Be The Star You Are has just been honored as a top nonprofit for the seventh consecutive year. Congratulations to all of the volunteers and supporters because you are responsible for making BTSYA first class. Today we have Alex with us to give us his insight on how resilience relates to health. Hi, Alex. Hello. Hi guys, this is Alex Blakos, and here's a health wrap. The topic of our discussion tonight is resilience. It's a great topic for the health wrap because having resilience in your life is very beneficial to your health. But the opposite is also true. Having no ability to be resilient can be harmful to your physical health. Usually, when we talk about health and resilience, we are talking about being able to bounce back from periods of emotional stress. We all have stress that appears in our lives at different times. It can be mild stress or extreme. But one thing is certain. It is a part of everyone's life. For most of us, stress often triggers a variety of negative emotions, including anger, anxiety, and even depression. Some people can handle stress really well and are able to quickly return to a more normal emotional state. They are emotionally resilient. But other people, for a variety of reasons, do not handle life setbacks as well. For these people, not only do they react to the immediate stress in their life, but they remain prisoners of the anxiety, the anger, or the depression long after the stressful events that caused the emotions have passed. These people do not have the gift of resilience, and they carry the stress with them. They wear it like a heavy burden. The problem with letting stress get the better of us is that stress hurts us physically. Stress can overwhelm your body's immune system despite your best efforts at coping. Over the long term, if you are not resilient enough to bounce back from stressful periods, the cumulative nature of stress can contribute to medical problems. Stress not only weakens your immune system, 
making you more susceptible to sickness. But lingering stress is a big cause of chronic high blood pressure, which makes the development of heart disease much more likely to occur. It is pretty clear from a health standpoint, the more resilient you are to handling the pressures and stresses of life, the better off you are going to be physically. Being emotionally resilient can dramatically improve your physical health, while obviously being very good for your mental health. Unfortunately, there are no easy answers for escaping stress. Studies have examined emotionally resilient people and compared them to those that tend to let the stress linger. They found some interesting facts. In particular, emotionally resilient people tend to be persistent and determined. They have high self-esteem and feel like they are in control of their lives. They learn from past experiences and tend not to repeat the same mistakes. And they tend to be responsible and thoughtful, not impulsive. In a nutshell, emotionally resilient people have an ability to put things in proper perspective. And that is probably the best way to describe an emotionally resilient person when it comes to stress. Learn to put things in a proper perspective and your ability to handle stress will probably improve. If you consider yourself to be emotionally resilient, you are very fortunate. You have learned to cope with stress and do not allow yourself to become overly anxious and depressed from stressful situations. From a health perspective, this is a huge deal. For those that are not resilient, you should try hard to find ways to deal with the stress. Not rebounding from stress will ultimately weaken your immune system and cause damage to your heart. Wow, that is very informative. I have had a share of very stressful moments myself. And, you know, it does put a damper on your health. You know, it'll cause your skin to break out. It causes you to gain weight. And, you know, if that's just hard to get rid of, you're going to have to find find some help with that. And, uh, Alex, can you give us an example of a study that was done uh, showing how uh, how stress affects our immune system, like what it does to our ability to fight off some sicknesses and just stuff like that? Yes, absolutely. There have been many studies done to show how a positive attitude promotes a healthy immune system. Just to give a brief example of this, a study was done of women suffering from breast cancer. They did their best to divide the stressed, depressed woman from those with a more positive attitude. What researchers discovered was the depressed woman suffering from breast cancer have fewer immune cells and weaker overall immune functioning when compared to non-depressed breast cancer sufferers. Because part of the immune system job is to hunt down and kill cancer cells, weaker immune function meant that their bodies were less likely to be able to resist their cancers. Mm. Mm, that's really interesting. And, you know, I think that we all, you know, know that everybody experiences stress. And we kind of sometimes think of it as something that just comes and then goes away. But what does stress really do to all of our bodies to weaken our immune system? Well, the research is pretty clear on that. Stress and negative emotions are associated with a greater production of stress hormones such as cortisol, which really does a job on weakening our immune functions. A little cortisol is a good thing as it helps us deal immediately with stress. But if we aren't resilient and have chronic stress, the cortisol levels remain high in our body. This elevated cortisol level weakens our immune system and also causes high blood pressure. Prolonged cortisol levels in our body also cause substantial loss of calcium from bones, 
loss of fossil mass, increased fat accumulation, and even the loss of some of our thinking abilities. You can see why having the gift of resilience is such a wonderful thing to have. I definitely agree with that. And, you know, there are ways that people cope with their stress. You know, they have music, they have, uh, I've heard that people like to work out when they are stressed. Do, what do you do when you're stressed, Alex? Um, I, I actually, both the things you listed are some of the things I like to do. Listen to music <laughs> and work out. That's awesome. I don't know if I could work out when I'm, when I'm stressed because I feel like I'm just stretching my body even more. <laughs> Because sometimes I get uh, too tired. I'm like, why am I even working out when I'm stressed? I just want to go sleep. <laughs> yeah, same here, AJ. I think. <laughs> I, like everyone else talks about, you know, they're running and then they get that relief after they're running and somehow they all feel good except for me. <laughs> but, well, it's, it's pretty um, ironic because the original purpose of cortisol as a stress hormone was to deal with uh, the sort of stress that would require you yeah. to exercise. Like, you know, if you were running away from a lion, or something mm-hmm. like that, you would release a bunch of cortisol with the idea that you would, you know, escape this danger. But now yeah, that like we that. live in, you know, a much more safer place, mm-hmm. we, we get stress that uh, you don't really have a physical way to uh, mm. deal with it because, you know, you're, we're not going to be exercising to the point of uh, running for our lives. Well, I think our bodies consider math finals and everything like that to be pretty life-threatening. Life because <laughs> our stress levels were high when we got some finals going on. Oh, I completely so. agree. But uh, yeah. the, prob- the, the problem is we don't have, instead of, you know, we take the math final instead of, uh, you know, running, which would I would fix like the to problem. Do that more. <laughs> I would rather run. <laughs> yeah, same here. So, Alex, um, you know, you talk about how you really do need to be resilient, Um when it comes to health and stuff. And I know a lot of people have a lot of trouble with that, like we were just talking about. So do you have any like tips for how to be more resilient when it comes to exercising and stuff like that? Um, I guess what I would recommend is positive thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think that's, uh, it's a little tough sometimes when you're, when you're in something stressful or, emotionally stressful, you know, going back to finals and schoolwork, you know, I feel like we have such a hard load on us, you know, and we have a lot of people who think we have so much potential. And it's, it's hard to think of how stressed other people might be because you're thinking, oh my gosh, I got so many math finals or so many history tests. I got so many things I need to do and so much homework. And, you know, it's hard for our community or society to really think about how much that puts on a student. So I, I'm really liking how schools are starting to, you know, really stress the need for advisors and counselors and stuff like that. Yeah, same here. I think it's really, you know, we talk about health and we're talking about physical health, but I think mental health is really important too. Um, and I think in past years, at least, you know, in my school, and I know in a lot of other schools, we take all these like surveys and stuff and ask, you know, how stressed are you on the scale of one to 10? And they ask you all these different questions about stress. And, you know, the goal is to just relieve stress because it's not like stress helps with school or anything. Yeah. And it's too bad they don't have an 11 for a scale of one to 10. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> But Alex, uh, do you have any tips on how to, uh, you know, relieve your stress or or anything that would help you calm down, no matter what your situation is? Um, I, I guess my number one go to would be working out, but it, it's pretty much uh, 
you know, whatever way you think is best to cope with your stress, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's a variety of different ways. Yeah, I I think it really uh, affects people differently and people have different ways of coping with their stress. Uh, You know, there's there's meditation that you could do, which is very relaxing. I've tried it before. At first, I was skeptical skeptical of it. I was like, why why would I sit on the floor and just do nothing? (laughs) Because... I just, I don't know how that does anything. So I kind of looked some stuff up, looked some tips up, you know, when you're meditating, you, you can sit in an area that makes you feel comfortable. Uh, you, you can put on some really slow, soothing music if you really need that and just deep breathing and thinking about nothing. And that's, that's actually a lot easier said than done, not thinking about anything that's going on at that moment because there's so much that's going on. So really, if you, Breathe deep, you know, focus on just yourself and you try the meditation. I think it would really work if you, if you were stressed. So that's one thing that you could do. But to know more about Alex, uh, check out our health wrap segment that we do every so often. And if you guys want more stories uh, about these gifts, go to the book that we have, Be the Star You Are for Teams, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning, and Leading. And you'll find out more about the topics that we're speaking about during the break, everyone, be sure to check out our radio, our new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Dara Hassanay. Also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversational guest on the topic of resilience. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. 
For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kid Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. And I'm Zara Hossening. Today, our show is all about resilience. Joining us right now is Mary O'Connor. Mary is an actor who lost her ability to walk after a devastating injury in 2014. But with her optimistic and determined struggle to regain her ability to walk, she is the definition of resilience. Mary is now living in the Hollywood Hills and is currently studying acting with James Franco at his Studio 4 school in Los Angeles and is getting involved with local charitable organizations where she can encourage other young people to follow their dreams. Hi, Mary. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. Um, So just to start off, um, can you tell us a little bit about what happened with your accident and how it did impact the rest of your life and your acting career just in general? Yeah, of course. Um, so I have I have been living in LA for um, about four years now, um, and two years ago, almost exactly, I was surfing in Venice. Um, it was a pretty it was a normal day. There weren't very big waves or anything, and I. At some point during the time I was in the water, I had a stroke in my spinal cord, which paralyzed me from the waist down, um, and I did not realize that the stroke had actually happened until I tried to walk out of the ocean, and my legs just kept collapsing underneath me, and then from there, uh, it basically didn't take too long for me to realize that something really serious was going on and I went to the hospital and from there I figured out you know they determined I had this stroke and that um you know I was paralyzed and that they weren't sure if I was going to be able to walk again or how much I would heal and get better. Um, It was really just a lot of unknown uh, as far as prognosis went. So it's just been a really incredible, scary, beautiful, uh, surprising journey the past two years. And I'm so blessed and happy to be able to say that uh, today I'm walking with just a cane um, and yeah, it's, you know, uh, it's an incredible miracle that I'm able to walk with just the, you know, the cane today. So I'm really lucky. That is so awesome. I'm so glad that you've been able to progress that much. So what, what kept you from not giving up? You know, what gave you the courage and the strength? Um, I would say, uh, pretty much 100% would be my family and just the people that love me and support me. And from, you know, day one when the stroke happened, they were right there and were never let me forget that I was, you know, still me, um, nothing, nothing and everything had changed all at once, um, Mm -hmm. but that I was still, you know, same heart and soul 
my body was, you know, affected and my physical space in the world is very different. But overall, I am still Mary and I have the same spirit. And if anything, I've just gotten the opportunity to become a stronger, better, bigger version of myself. That is amazing. Amazing, yeah, that is truly inspiring. So did you, when you entered back into the acting world, were you afraid that, like, you know, you'd be, um, you know, people would discriminate against you or that it would be hard to get a movie or a job? Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting because I have gotten to experience both, uh, kind of both sides of it because I filmed the uh, the movie The Bet uh, that was in 2012, so that was a couple years before the stroke, and then I moved to L.A., and I had a year here where, um, you know, I was, I had my time going on auditions and uh, booking jobs and just doing things, you know, as an able-bodied girl, you know, walking around and then the stroke happened and it was a huge, you know, blow to my whole idea of who I was and what I was doing. Uh, for me, acting was so incredible and is because I got the opportunity to become other people and you know, play pretend and make believe and be everything that anyone could ever dream of. Um, I didn't have to choose if I wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer or a firefighter. I could be all those things. And um, so after a stroke, it was really difficult at first for me to see how I could still achieve that, how I could still feel, you know, get those feelings of transporting and becoming someone else when I felt really stuck in my body and, like, my body had betrayed me in some way. Um, and then it was basically just this time and patience and understanding and um, finding a ton of gratitude for my body and how strong I am and how capable I am. And it's been also incredibly eye-opening for me to experience how it feels and how it is the reality of being an actor uh, Mm -hmm. with a quote-unquote disability in Hollywood. And it's Um, you know, it's not a, it's not an easy industry to be a part of regardless of any struggles that you have in your life. Um, and then being, um, disabled, having any sort of physical or mental disability, just, it does limit the roles that you have the opportunity to get. Mm. And... It, 
the industry that I've heard, you know, my, my uncle used to be a child actor and he did say that it was a very ruthless in- industry and it's, it's hard to stay in it and it's hard to uh, really get in there if you have any sort of flaws or disabilities that they, they don't like or um, something that doesn't benefit the industry. But are you a member of SAG or uh, AFTRA or AFTRA? Because they are very active to give actors with disabilities, are you a part of anything like that? Right. So um, I, I'm not a part of a union uh, yet. And okay. it's interesting, um, you know, there are, there have been, you know, a lot of, or, you know, a lot is a relative term because, you know, we could say 99% of, you know, movies and television is about uh, people who don't have mental or physical disabilities. But for the uh, films and entertainment that content that is created uh, with the subject matter of, you know, disability, it's overwhelmingly, it's, you know, does not make sense, but overwhelmingly cast able-bodied people to then play these disabled characters um and Mm -hmm. that's really hard and you know disheartening to see that happen uh because it feels very much like it's just another um it's just another way of you know leaving out people with disabilities Mm -hmm. discussions about diversity and inclusion. Um, It's just a kind of forgotten area as far as diversity awareness goes. And, you know, I have so much faith in people and the future and what we're capable of doing and presenting ourselves um, and being know, seen and heard in a way that has not been in, has just hasn't been a reality, hasn't been a possibility, uh, but just like for, you know, hundreds of years, uh, you know, women couldn't, weren't able to act and men would dress up as women in the theater. Mm. Uh, yeah. That yeah, was actually that's the same part thing. of the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And you know, that was that's a huge uh thing that we like to talk about, you know, people who are empowered no matter what their situation is or no matter what happened to them. I think that's really awesome with what you're able to do and how you've bounced back from your situation. Um and I think that everybody can look to you as an inspiration after everything that you've done. So thank you so much for this segment, and thank you so much for talking with us. If you guys want to find out more about Mary, go to her website, uh, www.thebetmovie.com, and that's thebetmovie.com, and check her out for some more information. And also be sure to support our show in these amazing segments by giving a donation to Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more info on how to do this, go to www.bethestarur.org and follow our blog. 
Again, that website is www.bethestarur.org. Also remember to visit our new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. When we come back from break, we'll talk more with the amazing Mary O'Connor. So don't go anywhere. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of resilience. I'm Asia Gonzalez. We are excited to be back with Mary O'Connor. Mary has not let her rare spinal cord injury that resulted from a surfing accident derail her from her dream of being a working actress and continues to make incredible progress in her recovery. She wants to bring awareness to the disappointing lack of representation of disabled individuals in the film and television industries. So, Mary, in the last segment, we left off just kind of talking about how often, um, like you said in a previous question, quote-unquote, disabled people are Mm -hmm. um, often cast. I mean, um, people don't really pay attention that much to their issues. They're often um, cast out of the discussions that are surrounding diversity um, and that really rem- reminded me also of, you know, I used to be a huge Glee fan back in its mm-hmm. heyday and how, um, <laughs> the one in the wheelchair, he, yeah. um, actually in the wheelchair, he wasn't actually in a real wheelchair. Right. He was a completely able-bodied, um, 
guy, but they still cast him. Um, so do you have any movies or TV shows that you like that you think actually do represent um, disabled people and their problems and their issues and their feelings well? Well, you know, that's really interesting you brought that up because that's often in just a, a go-to example uh, that people use for exactly what I was talking about because um, that show was so popular. And it's really um, disappointing if you try to look up, um, you know, just the portrayal of dis- you know disabilities and trying to find a correlation between, you know, the real people that are affected by these issues and then whether or not they were the, those people are even being, you know, consulted or referenced um, in the material and then, you know, if they're actually being used um, as the face. But yeah, pretty much what I, you know, the one example that, is, you know, amazing is in Breaking Bad, the son, um, he, you know, his physicality was, that is, you know, him, the actor, and you get, you know, you get to see that it's, it is, you know, living with a physical disability is a whole added layer of just stuff that, you know, makes it more difficult but also, it's, you know, the, that family dynamic is the same. You know, it's just a, he's a boy in high school, and you see him and how he interacts with his parents and all that, and it's exactly the same. And I think that it's so important to really, like, put have to put it in people's faces because, unfortunately, people are scared of what they don't know and um, disability can make people really uncomfortable and that's a shame because it's something that you know as someone who is living you know with I it's just it's who I am it's part of who I am it's not uh, it's not a secret you know it's not something that uh, I can like look away from or just mm-hmm. pretend isn't happening, and so I don't think that anyone else needs to. Um, and you know, people shouldn't be people shouldn't be comfortable with just ignoring um, you know a whole group of people, which are you know it's actually the largest minority quote unquote group like minority group in the in this country is um you know disabled people whether it's mental or physical uh and it's just you know again to uh you know bring it back to this just being a missing piece from the discussions about diversity um this year at the Oscars race was a huge issue and um, the president of the Academy of you know Motion Picture Arts and Sciences gave a statement um, about you know the industry making mm-hmm. an effort to really you know focus and 
pay attention to keeping the content that it's craving diverse. Um, however, she totally left out, you know, people with disabilities from the, oh. you know, list of, you know, diverse about which minority groups make make things diverse and yeah that yeah yeah and that's not the more you think about it it's not something that's that's uh talked about enough there's not enough light shed on it right and um you know seeing how the situation that you've been in and the accident that you've had it's crazy to even imagine somebody being able to bounce back from that and keep going with their passions and no matter what's going on and you're actually working with James Franco and you're working with him and continuing your career as an actress. How is that? I think that is just so awesome that you're still able to do that and you still have got the strength and the courage and the, and the will to be able to keep going. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty much, you know, just this extra challenge when I was faced with all right, you know, do I stay in L.A.? The only reason I moved here was to act. You know, what mm-hmm. What am I doing with my life? Those kinds of easy questions. I, you know, I decided with myself that I, if, you know, there was just no way that I was going to let this be a reason why I would stop. If I had already mm-hmm. been here trying and, you know, getting rejected and being discouraged and, feeling like a failure. If I had been doing that for, you know, day after day after day after month, you know, month after month, then I could keep doing it and it wasn't going to be, it wasn't going to be any harder in the big picture. It was going to be harder for different reasons, but overall, you know, it's, it's just, it's just life. Uh, it's, this, you know, metaphor for life, and I can totally see it for that, and uh, so when I first got out of the hospital and was, you know, just focusing so much on physical therapy and going to different doctors and specialists, and there was so much focus on, you know, my body, my physical body, Mm -hmm. and I started to go kind of crazy uh, you know, naturally because I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything else, but just mm-hmm. focusing on yeah. that. And so the first thing that I did was I found this, uh, acting school and film school that James Franco started, uh, called Studio Four in LA. And I just decided that I would sign up and take a class. And it was honestly probably the scariest thing ever to, you know, be in a wheelchair and show up that first day and just Mm -hmm. feel so, you know, vulnerable and unsure. And, um, and I did it. And so that was, that was just a couple months after the accident. And I've, um, been there ever since. And I got to this fall, take a class that um, that James Franco taught himself and it oh, was wow. so cool. really great collaborative class where we spent 
over the course of a couple months, writers, directors, producers, and actors all work together um, to write a script. And then we actually just finished filming um, a couple weeks ago. So it was a really, you know, long process, as it kind of always is, to make a movie. But uh, that's mm-hmm. the whole spirit of that song, is to just make stuff yourself. You know, it's like, make stuff yourself. It's, you know, you guys are all, we're all in this for the same reasons. You know, writers, mm-hmm. directors, actors, we have our different specialties and interests, but if we want to, we can make movies, even if it's just on our iPhones, you know, it's like we're capable of expressing our creativity all the time. Mm-hmm. And because it is so hard to get, you know, exactly. to book some, to book a role or to sell your script, um, then in the meantime, or instead you know, just take control of your passion and your career and your life. And so that, you know, totally translates to my situation in general. It's like, you know, nothing, nothing is going to change. You know, the world isn't going to change for me unless I ask and, you know, Mm -hmm. force it to. Exactly. And that's exactly what resilience is, is bouncing back from that. You know, the world is definitely not going to change. And it's just how you are able to adapt to the world and deal with the situation that you're in. But thank you so much, Mary, for this awesome, terrific discussion. And your story is just absolutely inspiring. And we really are proud of what you're doing right now creating awareness and we are really cheering you on for everything else that you're going to be doing in the future and if you guys want to know more about mary's inspiring journey go to www.thebetmovie.com and during the break be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org which stands for the be the star you are 501c3 literacy and positive media charity i'm asia gonzalez and I'm Zara Hosnay. Don't forget to check out our newly refurbished website. We think you'll love it. When we come back um, next week, we'll continue with our inspiring conversations. Stay with us for more empowerment and entertainment on Resilience. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. 
Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Asia, and our program is Express Yourself, and today the theme for our show is the gift of resilience. And I'm Zara Hosni. Today we'll be reading the gift of resilience from our award-winning book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. And so this is The Gift of Resilience by Cynthia Bryan. My daytime was jam-packed with appointments as I hurriedly, hurriedly dressed. I donned my favorite black pants, light blue sweater, heart and star necklace and earrings, pulled on my boots, and rushed out the door. I was in high spirits, anticipating the fun group of young actors I would be coaching this afternoon. But first, there were errands to run with stops at the post office, dry cleaners, hardware store, market, gas station, and camera repair shop. Strangers smiled at me, and I smiled back. I felt airy and light. Arriving at my studio, I quickly began sorting the handouts for the upcoming acting class, One by one, the students arrived, all anxious to get their time on camera, practicing their monologues. Class commenced, and we started our warm-up exercises. As I turned my back to demonstrate the newest Tai Chi movement, giggles erupted. I spun around to ask what was so funny. At first, no one wanted to say anything as they used their hands to cover their mouths. Come on, guys, what's so funny? Let me in on the joke, I pleaded. A brave soul put up her hand. Miss Cynthia, are you starting a new fashion fad? She hesitantly inquired. What are you talking about, Samantha? You all know that I'm not into fabs, just personal style, I answered. Well, Cynthia, your new personal style is a bit revealing. Sam squealed as she and the other students were seized with another bout of laughter. I glanced, at my, I glanced back in the mirror. Oh, horror of horrors, the invisible nylon zipper remained firmly attached to the top of my pants and had split open for the remainder of its existence. A perfect heart shape framed my bare bottom. The kids held their breath as they awaited my reaction. The room relaxed as I burst out laughing with everyone joining in on me with the guffawing. Oh my goodness, I chuckled. That's why everyone was smiling, waving, and being so friendly about today. I told the students about my numerous errands that I had made around the town with my buttocks in full view. We laughed some more, then we turned this embarrassing experience into an acting exercise. Resilience saved the day. I could have become angry and ashamed, but I chose to have fun with the situation. We predicted that the people who had witnessed my heart-shaped folly enjoyed a lively conversation at dinner, at the dinner table about the eccentric woman who runs around bearing her butt. 
The students delivered a plethora of dialogue surrounding this event, and all of it humorous and playful. To be resilient means to bounce back quickly. Throughout life, we will all encounter difficulties and circumstances requiring us to be flexible. The faster we can recover from our mishaps and turn negatives into positives, the quicker we'll be able to move forward. It is not what happens to us that matters, it is how we react to the event. As we say in the entertainment world, acting is reacting. All life is a series of responding. When you are resilient, you'll laugh more, play more, and enjoy a higher quality of significance. That day, I tied a sweater around my waist to hide my posterior, and we continued on with a lively session that even now is remembered with glee. I hope that your pants never rip in front of an audience, but if they do, you know how to handle it. Be resilient, laugh it off, and keep going. So we do have an exercise for you guys. I love these exercises that we have because they're just so helpful. So it's called the rubber band man. And like a rubber band, we need to learn the art of bouncing back. Just as a strong rubber band returns to its original size after being extended, we too have the ability to stretch and be pliant. Think of a time that something embarrassing happened to you. What could you have done differently that would have diffused the situation and helped you recover your composure quickly? And when disappointment and humiliation rear their fearsome heads, what are some ways you can be resilient and malleable? Believe that you have the strength and stretchiness of a rubber band and you'll be able to react with confidence in the most dire of situations. Bounce back. The greatest mistake you can make is to fear mistakes. You are more buoyant than you know. And that quote is by Cynthia Bryant. So, Adrian, do you have any uh, embarrassing situations that you bounced back from? Oh, my gosh. It was... Okay, so this one's actually the most cliche one that I can ever think of, and I never (laughs) thought it would ever happen to me. So, I was actually walking down my middle school hallway, and we had an outside campus. So mm-hmm. there were trash cans everywhere, you know, like on the corner of a hallway so you could just throw your lunch away or whatever kind of food you had or anything. So I was walking down the hall with one of my crushes. You know, he was my friend, but I started to have a crush on him because we had been hanging out so much. And I'm talking to him, and I kid you not, as I was walking down that hallway, I had slipped on a banana peel that was on the floor. I literally slipped oh on a that was on the floor. And I was like, I thought this only happened in like movies or cartoons or something, but that actually happened to me. And I had fallen on the floor on my butt and he looked back at me and we both just started laughing so hard. <laughs> because I, we both were like, I thought this only happened in TV shows or like just comedic cartoons. But I really, in real life, slipped on a banana peel that was on the floor. <laughs> Wow, that is, I've actually <laughs> never heard of anyone slipping on a banana peel before. <laughs> Which is what made it so funny. Yeah, I know. And I think it's pretty great that, you know, you guys both had the you know, sense of humor and just like the uh-huh. kind of attitude to just like laugh at it instead. Because, you know, I know a lot of people that if I slipped on a banana peel would just kind of look at me funny and then kind oh. of purposely <laughs> laugh and walk away, you know? So I think that's what's important, too, because sometimes we think of resilience as being something very serious, you know, um, like taking yourself seriously in a si- serious situation when it might be easy to break down or something like that. Yeah. I think, you know, in Cynthia's story, and just in the story that you just told us, you know, it doesn't have to be in the most, as Cynthia says, dire of situations, but it can also be in some of these more, you know, kind of cliche, embarrassing and, um, yeah, exactly. Situations. 
Yeah, and we actually had a previous guest, uh, Chelsea Hill. She had lost her ability to walk in a drunk driving accident, and her ability to walk is now gone. But she chose to adapt and use her situation for good. She she was a dancer who competed and got top placement in all of her competitions. But she's now wheelchair-bound, and she uses her situation to teach youth about the dangers of drunk and distracted driving. And she has a dance team called Walk and Roll, and that's a dance team of girls in wheelchairs who have decided to not give up given their situation that they're in. So I think that that's a huge and serious uh, example of resilience, which I think is awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think, you know, like we were saying before, like we're talking about these like little situations like slipping on a banana peel, but it is true. <laughs> I, like, I mean, it was a pretty big situation, sorry. Um, but... Um, <laughs> But I think, you know, there's also just, like, you know, everyone's going to go through a situation where there really doesn't seem like there's anything mm-hmm. that you can do. But, you know, there always is something. Even if, if it seems like, you know, she's lost her ability to walk. That's one of the most basic things humans can do. Yet, somehow, she still had the resilience to bounce back. And I think that's really important. Exactly. And, you know, there are some, you know, everyday teen problems that we have, you know, at resilience. So, you know, let's say relationships or a friendship, you know, something that, that ends that you thought would, you would have forever, uh, realizing that it's not the end of the world. You know, you've got people on your side who love you, who are, who know you and how good of a person you are. And, you know, when things like that happen in our lives as teens, we tend to think that the world is ending because it's just so crazy compared to everything else that has happened. Um, but I think the best thing to do is to just realize that there are better times ahead and you'll find a better situation. You'll find a better person. You'll find better friends and you'll find better opportunities. So, you know, definitely bounce back from those situations. Even if you feel like it's impossible, it definitely is possible. And you do have the strength for that. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, that old cliche saying nothing is impossible um thanks Asia for that awesome conversation um sadly we are out of time thanks to star style productions Cynthia Bryan be the star you are and our voice America kids crew especially our engineer Mike thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world and thank you our listeners for making us a top rated program I'm Zara Hassanane And I'm Asia Gonzalez. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more info on our creative community, go to www.btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, bounce back, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.